What's up, nerds? ESPN Plus, the ESPN But this was a lost season for the Jets. I did not see a single thing this year that makes you excited to build upon. You, you hired somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop. Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9, the game. And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. What are we doing? I'm going to drop are the plans for this. I'm gonna... And Eric Fry. Arg. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. another edition to another day of the starting lineup here on a 98.9 at the game ESPN radio. What's happening out there on this lovely Wednesday? Feeling pretty good out there. Not quite to 60 today, but eh, maybe in some places. A little windy. I'm a little upset that I didn't wear my shorts today. I I, thought about it. I really did. But uh, we only get spoiled for this one day, and it's back to reality there. Uh, But uh, what's happening out there, everybody? Welcome in uh, to uh, another Wednesday edition. It's Wednesday. You know what that means. And it's February 15th, uh, uh, 2023. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, hanging out with you for the next hour here on ESPN Radio. Coming up, we got a good show lined up for you, as always. uh, Coming up, we got some local sports uh, to uh, talk about uh, the uh, boys basketball games that happened uh, last night the two games that we were at we'll talk about those as well as the other area games a couple of uh, girls basketball regionals uh, took place as well last night so regional championships are set for Friday we'll hit up on uh, that and we'll hit up on some NFL news and uh, notes as uh, Derek Carr officially handed his walking papers so we'll talk about that and his future and the Cardinals uh, they got there not the St. Louis Cardinals, but the Arizona Cardinals got uh, their head coach, and the Eagles lose another coordinator for them team. So uh, we'll hit up on that as well as we'll hit up on some other national sports, college basketball, NBA from last night, squeezing some NHL and whatever you don't get to here in the trust hour, get to in the uh, podcast in some sort of a fashion, and we'll also get to Eric's countdown of the top 75 moments in NASCAR history, according to Eric Fry. Yes. And we'll get to that as we continue on uh, deep into the countdown here oh, with yeah. the uh, 500 coming up on uh, Sunday. So 15 uh, moments left. That's it. 15 left. Wow. We started with uh, 75. counting down to 75, and we're yep. down to only 15, 15. left. So 
uh, getting down to the nitty-gritty. So uh, we'll get to that in the uh, podcast. And, of course, you can find your podcast wherever you find your favorite podcast, iTunes, Spotify, our website, fembrainhead.com. Just go to our uh, website and click on the radio uh, tab, and the podcast will be there as well as all of our games as well will be up there on the website as well. So, uh, all right, let's go ahead and let's uh, dive right into it and let's hit it up with what we always do and let's tip it off with, you know, first things first. Before we get into the show. First things first. And let's go ahead and rip this Band-Aid off. First things first. As the last night you heard here on a 98-9, the uh, game, it was the uh, Illinois Fighting Illini game as uh, they fell again to Penn State. And they put up 93 points last night. And no uh, defense uh, by the Illini. It didn't no. help that uh, Penn State just couldn't miss. Uh, it just seemed like everything that they were throwing in uh, was going in. They end up shooting like 57%, 57% uh, yeah. from the field, 57.9. So even if you want to round that up, 58%, that's pretty good. 43% from three. And, uh, yeah, there was some wide-open threes being taken, especially in uh, the uh, first half. And uh, so uh, defense not showing up last night. Uh, uh, I'll say it, it was a pathetic effort mm-hmm. uh, once again against uh, Penn State. I don't know what it is about the Nittany Lions, but for some reason – we got swept by him this year, and if anyone wants to come at us and hate on us, that's fine because we got swept by Penn State. That shouldn't be happening, no. uh, but it did, and uh, Leilani and I lose another one, 93-81 to 81 last night in uh, College Station. You had one guy, Travis, for Penn State nearly get half the points that the Illini put up. Yeah. You let Pickett get 41 points. Mm-hmm. Career high for him. Well, of course. I mean, I've never heard of this guy. What do you mean? He's been in like college for like five years. It All seems right. Like. Well, <laughs> I, maybe on your scouting report, you try to slow him down possibly. Yeah. But I guess not. Travis, to me, it all started off bad. Illinois trailed by 13 in the first half. And unlike against Rutgers, they weren't able to bring it in in the second half. They no. improved in the second half, but it wasn't enough. Yeah, no. This is starting to become a trend for the Illini where they get down early and then they do just enough in the end to get the win. Mm-hmm. That makes us feel good because, hey, we won. Yeah. But that's not a trend you can keep up specifically when we're talking March. No. You can't do this when it, when, we're, when we're talking about the big dance. No. You can't get down early and just assume you're going to come back because that's the way we play. You shouldn't be playing that way. Right. It shouldn't take your guys an entire half to get going. Yeah. It just seemed like uh, the strategy was to stop everyone else and kind of let Pickett get his points, and uh, that's a, not a very good strategy as far as I'm concerned. Of uh, This keeps happening against uh, the Illini. This is the fourth player now in the season where uh, a player has gone for a career high or a season high, and uh, Jalen Pickett's 41 last night. Also, Trace Jackson Davis had a season high with 35. Tony Perkins for Iowa goes off for a career high 32, and in the Missouri game, in which we got stomped, uh, he got 31. One, and I believe that was a career high mm-hmm. uh, for him. So now four players are just going out, off and having career nights uh, against uh, the Illini. And, okay, it's like, oh, these guys will get their points, but we'll try to stop everyone else. And, well, 
uh, everyone else kind of contributed decently uh, for uh, Penn State. Like I said, they were a good three-point shooting team, not like the uh, Illini. Seven for 27 from beyond the arc. Illinois was last night where uh, Pitt State was 12 for uh, 28. That's 42% uh, there. So they were one of the better uh, three-point shooting percentage and percentages in the Big Ten uh, this season for the Nittany Lions. And it showed uh, last night. We wasted the Ty Rogers game as he had 11 points. Uh, most of those came uh, early on as he was one of the guys that kind of was trying to spark the team early on despite uh, Penn State just throwing up everything and making him. And uh, so uh, he had 11, and that was the biggest output from him offensively uh, this season probably. And if you look at the you know stat line, four out of the five starters are in double figures. But right. Still, when you're giving up 93 points and playing atrocious defense, yep. that's not going to matter. No. Like you said, atrocious, pathetic. Uh, these are just a few of the words I would use. Yeah. And this is not how you want to kick off this stretch of games. No. Because it's not going to get any easier. You're not going to have time to go to practice and work on things. Mm-hmm. You'll mm-hmm. have limited time. Right. Because you're back at it. Mm-hmm. Right back at it on Saturday on, Saturday. on the road, and then you and then on Monday. Yep. So you have to figure this out if you're the Illini, mm. because it's not going to get any easier. You, uh, my confidence in this team, Travis, is like a roller coaster this year. Yeah. And I'm not just saying that. I know what you're going to say. Well, you weren't an Illini fan to start with, anyways. Well, no. that's true. But I've been pretty <laughs> positive most of this year. <laughs> But this team isn't giving me any reason to be positive. I'm being positive just on my own. Yeah. Even the games we win, like we talked about the Rutgers game, it took absolute lockdown second-half defense of Rutgers to get that win, which Mm -hmm. vanished here. So you can't sustain that from game to game. Mm -hmm. Right. So what is the – again, we go back to the word consistency. What is the consistent thing about this Illini team? We still haven't found it. And we're almost to March. Yeah, not really. There's nothing consistent about them. Yeah, very, very streaky. Yeah. They are. One weekend, you know, against one Rutgers, it's the good. defense, it was great, and that's what got in the win. This one, the offense was good, which it wasn't against Rutgers. Mm-hmm. You put up 81 points, you should be in a game Yeah. at the college level. Yeah, definitely. And you lose by 12 because your defense is non-existent. After it just had a lockdown, maybe they rested on their laurels and thought, okay, we can just do this now. I don't know. Maybe. But this Illini team needs a wake-up call, and badly. Yeah. And uh, so uh, the Illini uh, dropped this one, and now they're 8-6 and six in the uh, Big Ten. They're lumped up in there with Maryland, uh, Michigan State, Iowa, all at 8-6, and six, and uh, Penn State uh, down there at 6-9 and nine in the Big Ten and 15-11. and 11 overall uh there and uh, Illini 17 and 8 overall so uh only uh, two non-conference losses uh there for the Illini mm-hmm. so uh like we said Illinois back in action on the road against Indiana coming up on uh, Saturday and uh, we'll see you uh, Trace Jackson Davis once again that'll be fun oh, right yeah. as uh, that one is 11 a.m. a tip so uh, mm-hmm. bright and early on a Saturday not really bright and early, but uh, early have enough. some breakfast, have some brunch, and uh, watch uh, the Illini and listen to the Illini here on 98.9. Also, I saw that the uh, the player from France returned back to France and has left the program. Right. So Yes, uh, Zachary Perron. Yes. Thanks I, for coming. 
yeah, I don't know. I don't know what was up with that situation. I don't know um, you know, it's he said that he was going to commit, and then uh, he actually came over here and he joined the team. He was yeah. eligible to play immediately. Yeah. I believe he did have one appearance in the Indiana game, yep. even though it wasn't much. And then, uh, yeah, a few months later, he's gone back to France. Yeah. So I guess maybe he might be playing some pro ball to make some I money. Know. I don't know, but uh, definitely an odd situation. Uh, there, Bub. Yep, uh, international player going back home. It's not good when people start leaving your team in the middle of the season. Just saying. Sure, and not a good sign. And where is Second Sky one. Clark? Where is Sky Clark? I haven't. I mean, I've seen him post some stuff of videos of his highlights or his uh, stuff in practice and stuff in the games, but uh, on social media. But that's really radio silence from him yep. ever since he, yeah. he left the program. Left the program. Or he left the team. He left the team. Sorry. He's still part of the program. He's still right. part of the team, according to Coach Underwood, a big part of the team. Exactly. But he's just going to vanish and be gone forever. Right. So uh, I, we'll talk more later on uh, about uh, – rats jumping off the ship and when you know it's time for things to go uh oh <laughs> i'm not saying we're quite there yet but travis this doesn't look good for the illini it's definitely not uh shaping up but this would be like one of those years where we would get hot and you know do something and make some noise in the big 10 or in the tournament just you watch i said it a long time ago after the mizzou game yep and i'm gonna hold it to that can't wait to repost that when we're in like the second weekend you have some lofty goals my friend i appreciate your commitment to it hey you know sometimes that's uh what do you what you gotta do you just gotta just gotta believe uh there even though not really giving you they haven't given anything to believe in to believe about they haven't given you are they gonna come out and lock down a team for 45 or give up 93 who knows find out tune in coin (laughs) how many points will trace jackson davis have on saturday who knows tune in and listen here i know but i'm rooting for northwestern tonight you are a big 10 school if you can knock off indiana northwestern and northwestern indiana tonight so uh, we'll take a look at other uh, college basketball from uh, last night and uh, what's happening uh, tonight a little bit later on in the show but right now we gotta talk about uh, some uh, local sports that's what's coming up next here on the starter lineup the starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post-9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law known as the PACT Act provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screenings, and more to veterans who were exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act-related benefits now. Claims received by August 10th, 2023 may be paid back to August 10th, 2022. Visit va.gov forward slash PACT to learn more and file your claim. Eubinger's Furniture Company is having a huge financing special. Now for a limited time, take advantage of no interest financing up to three full years. Minimum purchase and approval required. See store for details. Yes, that's right. At Eubinger's, we know how to help you save big. So now you can get all that furniture and bedding you have been longing for. But hurry before it's too late. Only at Eubinger's Furniture Company, where the financing deals are worth the drive. Highway 50 East, Florida. Get in zone, zone. Welcome to AutoZone, America's number one brakes destination. We have the pads, rotors, drums, shoes, and brake fluids to improve your stopping power. 
Right now, save 15% when you get any two Duralast rotors with a set of Duralast brake pads. Missing a tool? Ask about our free loan a tool program and borrow the tools you need to get the job done. Get in zone, auto zone. Claim based on data from the MPD Group 2021. Deposit required for loan a tool. Let me guess. Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection. Sports are easy to disagree on. Let's see what happens when sports talk hosts talk about something they agree on. Hold on. I'm saying drivers who switch and save with Progressive could save hundreds. Well, I disagree. I think drivers who switch and save with Progressive could save hundreds. <laughs> Come on. Wait, I think we're saying the same thing. Oh, so uh, what do we do now? Everyone agrees that drivers who switch and save with Progressive could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings by new customer surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2020 and May 2021. Potential savings will vary. Hello there. My name is Seychelle, and what makes the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich original to me is the punch of flavors that's unlike any other. You get the crispy tenderness of the chicken and that hint of sourness from the pickles. Ta-da! <laughs> Hey, I'm Juan, and what makes the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich original to me is you know you're going to get chicken that's crispy, golden, and juicy. This is the gold standard of chicken sandwiches. Order the original Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich on the Chick-fil-A app today. Real customers paid for their testimonials. And now, the starting lineup. With the five wins, I think they'll have enough playoff points. This is Marty Stock at Hubbard's Plus with some money-saving ideas. Start with a great... On 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in to the starting lineup here on 98.9 The Game ESPN Radio. Just talked about the Illini College Basketball. So uh, let's uh, start off with uh, more positive things from uh, last night in high school boys basketball. Yes, uh, for one of us and for some more than others last night. And we'll start off with that uh, positivity as uh, Altamont, uh, they uh, defeated St. Anthony for the second time uh, this season. And they won this one a 71 to a 55 final score there. It was really all about that third quarter that swung it in Altamont's favor. A big 26 points put up on the scoreboard for the Indians there in that third quarter. This game started off completely opposite of the NTC championship. If you remember back then, it was Altamont scoring the first 10 points of the game. Well, they went back to what they normally do and they uh, fall behind early and uh, they had the fell down eight to two in the early going, but then uh, they uh, battled back. And uh, Cornette hit a three. Uh, Yarhouse uh, was fouled on a three pointer, so he made two out of three. And then uh, Coleman had a put back, and uh, that uh, gave Altamont their first lead, a nine to eight. And it was kind of back and forth in that opening quarter uh, from that point out. And Yarhouse made a uh, jump shot at the very end at the buzzer to uh, beat the clock 13 to 11 was the lead for Altamont after one quarter of a play. 
And then Altamont would put the clamps on and only five points given up in the uh, uh, second quarter for uh, Altamont on defense. And so they outscored them 13-5 to in that quarter. The Bulldogs got put into the one-on-one bonus with like 18 seconds left in the first quarter. And uh, so that means they had the entire second quarter mm-hmm. to use that. And uh, they unfortunately weren't able to take advantage of that because I don't remember too many trips to the line or as much as they could have there without my foul trouble. Uh, basically, everybody uh, was in foul trouble at some point in the game for even both squads. It really was a lot of fouls. And I think there was like over 43 free throws uh, shot in uh, this one. So uh, the second half seemed like it took forever because of all the uh, fouls uh, there. And both teams ended up going in the double bonus. Uh, there, but uh, really, like I said, that third quarter uh, was the difference. Uh, Avery Yarhouse on senior night uh, for the seven seniors, he included. Uh, he got going in the third quarter. He didn't make a single three in the first. I think he was like 0 for 5 or 0 for 6, but hey, what's the old thing that we always say? Shooters keep shooting. Shooters shoot, and that's exactly what he did. He was 3 for 3 to start the second half to get him going. Mason Robinson was also big in the uh, second half as he had 18 in the second half alone and he ended up leading the way in the points category Yarhouse had 17 with those three threes in the third and Coleman with double figures as well with a 10 and uh, uh, Santhi tried to get it going they tried to claw back there and uh, they got it down to 10 points at one point in the uh, second half and uh, Colin Wessendorf kind of went off in the second half he had uh, 15 of his 16 in uh, the uh, second half but Unfortunately, uh, San Anthony kind of just like it was in the NTC Championship. They couldn't get anything going uh, from uh, beyond the arc, and uh, they had a tough time getting some open looks uh, there. They did convert on some and one opportunities there to get back into it, but ultimately being outscored 26 to 11 in the third and 13 to five there in the second was really kind of the difference yeah. in the game. And Altamai ends up winning this one 71 to 255. And so the Indians approved a 24 of four overall. They're a perfect seven and zero in the NTC with one more national trail conference game to go. And that's on a Thursday against Windsor Stu Straws. They'll be traveling there to Windsor Stu Straws. So that means it was senior night last night uh, for a big group of seniors, both cheerleaders, band members, and dance members were celebrated last night as well as the seven seniors on the basketball team. And out to my fans, hopefully that this is not the last time that they'll see uh, those seven seniors on the floor without my being one of the uh, sectional sites. Mm-hmm. But obviously a lot of work left to be done for that to happen. But uh, and no matter what happens on a Thursday, uh, no other team with the, with the loss for Santhi last night. They were six and two in the conference. Now all the other teams would have at least two losses in the conference. So that means Altamont would clinch the uh, NTC with in the regular season outright, and that's something that ha- hasn't been done. And I hadn't confirmed uh, this, but I we heard over the uh, PA last night at the very end. Uh, Dom actually was the one who pointed it out to me that. Uh, it hasn't an outright conference title hasn't been done in like 43 years. Wow! There for Altima, so I have to crazy. double check that. But yeah, that's what we heard. It's impressive for sure. I mean, Altima has been the team 
all season long, specifically through the NTC schedule. And it was one of those games where it was good to bounce back, not only beat St. Anthony for the second time, but right. also just kind of put that loss on Saturday behind yeah. you. And uh, Coach Nieberge, which the suit was back, by the way, wearing there the suit with the, with the Altamont tie there. And uh, he said that there was a little bickering on uh, Saturday, but then it ended on Saturday. That was it. And so, you know, kinda, they kind of bickered like brothers. Yep. And then – it was just business as usual yep. the next time they saw each other. So that's what family does. And yep. they that's were what you around do. and they got it done. Yep, they did. And so. Big win for Altamont. I was wondering, entering that game yesterday, at where their head was at after the losing streak ended and uh, stuff like that, playing against your rival, St. Anthony. But obviously they came out ready to play. Mm-hmm. They did. And uh, so uh, Altamont in the regular season on Thursday and then begin the postseason on Saturday. And St. Anthony will close things out against uh, Casey on a Friday, I believe, uh, there. So uh, that is what happened there in Altamont last night. And uh, it didn't go so well over on a WCRA for our guy over there as Argenta ended up uh, taking this one and snapping Cumberland's little mini-game, five-game win streak that they were on mm-hmm. and ended up being by a point, 60-59. to 59, Argenta getting the win last night. Yeah, Cumberland led 16-14 after the first quarter. That would be the final time the Pirates would lead for the entire game. As early in the second quarter, there was a foul called, and uh, Coach Radel was just wanting to voice his opinion with the official, talk to him post game, and and you know basically he just said, you know, hey, you've missed, you know, multiple calls at that point in time. Travis, the team fouls were eight for Cumberland, zero for Argenta, <laughs> and he was just saying you missed four before you called one. Yeah, and the official talked back to him and Radel said all right just you know just let's get let's get back to playing the game and he got teed up mm-hmm. first time he's gotten teed up since I've been covering Cumberland ba- broad basketball which is about six years hmm. and coach was really upset about it post game because as you mentioned Pirates lost by one that's one free throw from that technical that's yeah. that's the difference and there was some officiating 26 free throws how many Argenta shot Cumberland ended up shooting 14 but they shot one the entire first half Argenta shot 15 in the first half Mm. it's hard to win a game when the free throw discrepancy is that bad sure but as I mentioned post game there are multiple times the Pirates could have given up could have stopped could have quit because you know that's that's one thing that has affected the team this year, and Coach said it post-game multiple times. It's letting things they can't control dictate their attitude. Mm-hmm. And this would have been a perfect game for them to just throw their hands up and say, all right, let's move on. Like, this isn't going to work. But they battled back. They fought back. Uh, they were down three with 26 seconds left, and uh, McGee put up a three. He got fouled putting up the three-pointer. So mm-hmm. he went to the line to shoot Three free throws with, I think, nine seconds left. Made the first, missed the second, made the third. That puts the Pirates down one at that point. Uh, Maddox McRavey tipped the inbound pass from Argenta. He was saying that it went off of Argenta before it went out of bounds. The officials did not see it that way. So Argenta was able to inbound it. Cumberland tried to foul. No foul was called. Game ended. So Mm. there was just, uh, unfortunately for Cumberland, they, they battled, they battled, they fought, they fought. They just couldn't quite get enough. Uh, Gavin Hendricks had 29 points. McGee added 12 for the Pirates. Jackson Bolt had nine in one of his better games since he's been back. But, uh, yeah, it was just a little 
uh, a little too much uh, working against you last night if you're the Pirates. And, uh, you know, Coach was just uh, – he was he was more disappointed in himself that, it you know, that, that technical happened. Because, like I said, the, the kid who shot the free throws went one of two. There's your point. Yeah, there, There's true. your point. And that's what he told me post game. He said, "You know, we lose by one, and it's the first time in forever I got a technical." So, hmm. uh, just uh, a shame for Cumberland. Now you got to move on. Quick turnaround Thursday tomorrow, playing at Arthur. Um, you know, and and I asked him about keeping the kids motivated because unlike you know Altamont, who was playing for an outright conference championship, if you're Cumberland, you don't have a shot at the conference title. You know where your seat is. So how do you keep the kids motivated going into this game on Thursday against Arthur? And Coach reminded me, it was last year, Arthur came to Cumberland for the final game of the year and on senior night wiped the floor with the Pirates last year. And so mm-hmm. Coach said, now we get to go to Arthur for the final game of the season. We kind of want to do it to them back. Sure. So he said pride is what we're playing for. And so we'll see if the Pirates have, have the pride to get the win uh, against Arthur on Thursday. We'll see. And uh, so uh, let's uh, take a look at uh, some other uh, scores and uh, news from uh, last night. Uh, it was uh, Dietrich getting the win over Woodlawn, uh, 52 to 29. Dietrich uh, got out to the 10 to 4 lead. Uh, they extended that out 27 to 8. They led at the half, and they would go on to win. Gephardt had 18 to lead the way for the Maroons. Wessendorf had uh, 14 in the victory. It was Tuscola. They keep on rolling over uh, NTC teams. They got the win over Nioga, 58-34 to last night. Uh, James led the way. Uh, he had 18 for the Warriors. Boyd, he had 11 for Nioga. They were led by Richards. He had 11, and Reynolds added 10. Tuscola had the nine-point lead after one quarter, and uh, they continued that into halftime. They led 26-15 and go on to win uh, there. It was Casey getting the win over Newton, 36-34. to So it would be a Casey and Mount Carmel, I believe, sharing the little Illini uh, conference title uh, there because Casey needed the win, mm-hmm. and so uh, they got a two-point victory over the uh, Newton Eagles last night. And it was a South Central over Oblong Palhut, 68 to 11. And Ada Dotson drops 20 points last night. And that puts him at 684 points on the season. And that sets a new a single season record there at uh, South Central. Thanks to I 70 Sports so for that little tidbit there. And Anderson, he added 13 uh, points. And uh, South Central approves to a 21 and 9 on the uh, season as well. And it was a uh, Chrysler Rock continuing uh, their great season. Uh, they got the win over St. Elmo, 76 to uh, 54. Uh, Chrysler Rock got out to the eight point lead after one, 18 to 10, and they led 43 to 21 at the half. Uh, Paisley, uh, or Paisley, led the way uh, for the Eagles. He had 22. Uh, Campbell added 14. Uh, two players in, in uh, the 20s for Chrysler Rock. Pryor had 24, and Boney had a 23. Uh, there, so uh, Chrysler Rock continues to roll. Robinson won over Marshall, seventy-eight to uh, fifty-eight. It was Charleston over Paris, fifty-nine to uh, fifty-eight, in a close one on senior night there uh, in uh, Paris. It was Carmine White County over Lawrenceville, sixty-eight to uh, fifty-seven was the uh, final score uh, there. It was Tatopoulos over Mattoon, a 61 to 45. Seymour led the way for the shoes. He had 19. James Niebuhr, he also had 19 points as well. 
out. Brandon Niebergy had a 13. Uh, Larson's led the way for Mattoon. He had 15. Helms had 14 for the uh, Green Wave. T-Town had the uh, one or the four-point edge after one quarter and only a two-point lead at halftime. And then obviously would extend that out in the second half. It was CHBC over Sandoval, 58 to 46. Uh, CHBC um, had the 26 to 18 lead. At halftime after being down by three in the first. And then CHBC was trailing entering the fourth quarter. But 22-11, they outscored Sandoval there in the final period to get the win. Uh, Wojcik had 19 and Radloff added 10 points in the win. And also I saw uh, last night that uh, Greenville, uh, they clinched at least a share of the uh, South Central Conference regular season title as they beat Carlinville last night 61-26 to in a historic performance there for uh, Greenville in their school history. Landon Moss goes off for 37, and Eric, he was 11 from 17 from three. Oh. 11 threes in the game. Man, that's a lot of threes for a team. Yep. One guy. One guy. <laughs> and that's obviously uh, Talk now. Talk about uh, feeling it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And uh, that's obviously a new school record uh, there at Greenville with 11 threes. He broke a 25-year-old record uh, there for most threes in a wow. game. So uh, Comets, Lane and Moss really putting up the points uh, last night in that win. So uh, great performance there. How do you, uh, what do you do him. defensively at that point? I don't know. I, I, I <laughs> Chase him inside the three-point arc. Make yeah, him shoot a two, guys. <laughs> I don't know. Let him drive to the basket. Maybe his layups aren't good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Got to chase him off that three-point line, I guess. Uh, and also, I saw that Decatur LSA, they won over Sarah Gordo yes. last night. And so, LSA still undefeated. And they won that one by the final of 54-49 to uh, 49, mm-hmm. uh, there. So, uh, Lions keeping it going. Uh, there and uh, let's look at some uh, girls basketball regionals from last night in the class 1a level it was a north clay regional it was it was uh, north clay getting the win over uh, brownstown at st elmo 45 to uh, 31 was the uh, final score uh, there and the north clay jumped out 12 to 4 after one they led 25 to 12 at the half and they would be even in the uh, second half so uh, brownstown like the Bombers this season, uh, and they ended uh, 21 and 11 on the season. And North Clay just playing uh, some good ball uh, right now, so uh, they'll advance to uh, the uh, regional championship uh, there in uh, their own place in Louisville, and that's going to be uh, tomorrow night. And that's going to be against uh, the uh, two seed uh, St. Anthony uh, there. So. Uh, We'll see what they do against the uh, Bulldogs. And then Neoga Regional, the championship is set uh, there for them as it was Neoga over Winds' two straws, 66-48. Neoga had the 20-6 lead after one, 35-18 at the half. But each team put up 20 points, so 40 total points in the uh, third quarter. And uh, Neoga would obviously hold on to win. Uh, Sydney Richards led the way uh, for the Indians. She had 22. Samson added a 17 uh, Windsor Two Straws was led by Wittenberg. She had 18, and Kinkler added 12 in uh, the loss. So, with Neoga into their own regional championship. And who will they face? Well, another NTC team. That's because Count Eric Beecher City beat Cumberland last night, 53-44. Cumberland actually had the 13-10 lead after one, but then uh, the Bobcats come back in the second quarter to take the four-point lead, 24-20 at halftime. And Cumberland cut that deficit to one, 34-33 
after a three, but then a CHBC finished them off in a big fourth quarter for the Bobcats. Uh, Wojcik led the way. She had 14. Stuckemeyer added 10. And Denimore uh, led the way for the Pirates. She had 17. And Hannah Shoemaker had it at 12 in the win there. So uh, the championship game is set for Friday night at 7 o'clock. Number one seed Nioga against the four seed CHBC there. And uh, the winner of that regional championship will take on the winner of Tri-County and Arcola in the Arcola Regional Championship. And uh, tomorrow, in that same subsectional, you got Tuscola and Salt Fork in the Regional Championship tomorrow. And like I said, St. Anthony and North Clay in the Regional Championship uh, there. We did have some uh, 3A uh, Apollo teams in action last night in uh, girls' regionals that I wanted to mention as it was the number one overall seed of Lincoln continuing their undefeated season. They're still 31-0. They beat Rantoul handedly, 88-11. And uh, Chloe Froby, the outstanding junior there, she had a great night in her own right. She uh, surpassed the 2,000 career point mark. And she's in the same class as Grace Nelson, so she's only a junior. And she also had a quadruple double as well. 28 points, 11 rebounds, 10 assists, and 10 steals. That's a night. That's a night. Yeah, so uh, she's uh, electric there for Lincoln. And they advance to the uh, Bloomington Regional Championship. And they'll take on Champaign Central, who got the two-point win over Bloomington, 62-60. And that Regional Championship for Lincoln will be on Friday. Uh, Mount Zion also got the win in the Decatur-Eisenhower Regional by beating the host Decatur-Eisenhower, 59-29. And so they'll advance to the Decatur-Eisenhower Regional Championship. They'll take on Chatham Glenwood, who beat Decatur. MacArthur by a point, 49 to 48. That regional championship for Mount Zion will be at 7 o'clock on a Friday. And then also in uh, that same subsectional is Muhammad as uh, they got the win over Danville, 55 to uh, 23. So the two seed Bulldogs advance to uh, their own regional championship and they'll take on a normal community West to beat Urbana, 75 to uh, 45 in the regional championship on a Friday. Uh, night. We do have a couple of uh, boys games that are going to uh, squeeze in uh, tonight as they kind of had to rearrange their schedules uh, as uh, you don't want to have back-to-back games right. for uh, postseason uh, starting on Saturday. So uh, Central A&M is going to take on Tuscola uh, tonight and finish up the regular season uh, for them. And I do know a couple of other ones are doing that as well uh, tonight. So trying to get them in on Wednesday mm-hmm. and uh, Thursday here to uh, close out uh, the regular season now. So, yep. yep. Look forward to it. Look forward to uh, start of regionals on Saturday. Yep. We'll inch closer uh, to uh, those, and we'll maybe get some of our predictions. Yes, we will. In a couple of days as well. So, uh, that's a look at local sports. We have all those uh, scores on the website fmradio.com if you want to check those out. Coming up next, we're going to talk some NFL, some NFL news and notes. A quarterback released and. Uh, Cardinals found their new head coach, the Arizona Cardinals, that is. And we'll talk about that coming up next here on the Star Lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios will be right back. This is Effingham Fire Chief Brent Yoakum. We have all heard about home fires, taking lives, and destroying all out of family homes. These tragedies remind us to double-check for fire safety. The Effingham Fire Department says, make sure your home has properly installed and working smoke alarms. Replace the batteries each time you change the hour on your clocks. Practice a fire escape plan. Teach children never to hide if there's a fire. In case of fires, the most important thing to do is to protect life. Get out and stay out. 
It's here. It's here. Uh, please sign here. Yes, my brand new laptop. I love. Oh, there is a scratch on the lid. Mom! Eight out of ten refurbished computers have something on the blink. So if this happens, call Worth Computer Repair. Martin can fix everything from your battery to your internal hard drive. And he'll come to you anywhere, anytime. Call Worth Computer Repair. 618-292-1002. That's 618-292-1002. Prescription products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 90% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to 4 slash joy. At HIMS, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the biggest brands at 90% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but 90% cheaper. It's the same medication you get from your doctor, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4 slash joy. That's 4 slash joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. And now... And I also asked, Coach, what can we expect from the FEM Hearts this season? Well, I'll tell you what, it's um, it's ironic. I was talking with a couple people about that. Uh, it would help if I played the uh, right clip. Back to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Eric Fry, Sports Center update. The Blues scored three third-period goals and are out to a 6-2 victory over the Florida Panthers at the Enterprise Center. The Blues have won their last two games. They remain in sixth place in the Central Division with 53 points and a 25-25-3 record. St. Louis hosts New Jersey tomorrow night. St. Louis Cardinals officially begin spring training in Florida today. Pitchers and catchers report at Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium to begin preparing for the 2023 season. The team will have its first full squad workout February 20th. St. Louis will play its first game against the Washington Nationals February 25th, and you'll hear it right here on 98.9 in the game. The Blackhawks couldn't get the puck past Jake Allen during a 4-0 loss. The Montreal Canadiens at the Bell Center. Chicago still in last place in the Central Division with 37 points and a 16-13-5 record. Blackhawks visit Toronto tonight. The Bulls try to snap their four-game losing streak when they visit the Indiana Pacers at Gainbridge Fieldhouse tonight. The Bulls are coming off a 191 loss to the Orlando Magic on Monday night. To make matters worse, DeMar DeRozan is dealing with a thigh strain and will miss at least tonight's game. Chicago's 11th place in the Eastern Conference at 26 and 31. Off the field issues won't keep White Sox starting pitcher Mike Clevenger off the field this spring. USA Today is reporting that Clevenger will be able to fully participate in spring training for the Southsiders. The MLB is investigating Clevenger for an alleged violation of the league's domestic violence policy. Clevenger signed with the White Sox in free agency this offseason. Welcome back in into the starting lineup here on 98.9. Travis Sparks here, Eric Fry with the uh, sports on our hit there. All right, let's get to uh, some NFL news and uh, notes as uh, the uh, Raiders officially uh, released uh, Derek Carr of his uh, contract uh, yesterday, and uh, they declined to waive his no-trade clause. And uh, yeah, more he, than forty, he didn't want to it. yeah, forty million of his contract uh, would have been uh, guaranteed. Uh, but he uh, tweeted out, or his agent uh, tweeted out, "We wish the at Raiders the best of luck." And this is a tough part of the business. That's the point. It's just business time now to reset for both sides. Derek chooses to hold on 
to many good memories and friendships without any ill will. That's who he is. Onward and upward, he says. So, uh, Derek Carr, officially no longer a Raider. Onward and upward? That's what he says, yep. I can think of a certain aircraft that goes up in the air Hmm. as in a jet. Yeah. Uh, Per sources, only one team was interested in a trade for a car. And uh, that team wanted him to take a pay cut. He turns 32 in next month, uh, visited the Saints uh, yep. last week. So, um, I I don't know what the market is for Derek Carr. I mean, there's so many teams that could use a quarterback that feel they're a quarterback away kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if Derek Carr is your guy. I've said it on this, on this program, and I'll keep saying it. You cannot win a playoff game with Derek Carr as your quarterback. Mm-hmm. It's just in the DNA. Yeah, I mean, I could see the the Saints trying for it. I mean, I could even see the Jets, but uh, this is not the the big prize. This is the second or third prize I think right. you would want in right. uh, free agency. Definitely, maybe the second uh, prize. <laughs> I'd say third. Myself. Third. Yeah. Who's the I, other two? I mean, two? I would have Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. You can swing and trade for him, and I'd have Geno Smith based off the year he had last year. Oh yeah. I'd have Geno Smith above Derek Carr. Right, yeah, but I've said before that I don't think Seattle is going to let uh, him go, and I don't think he would I, go anywhere else. I don't think so either, but money talks. Yeah, so, so. it'll be interesting to at least see. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think Derek Carr, it depends on if he's willing, and it sounds like he wasn't in that instance willing to take a cut. Yeah, no. Because I, if he's wanting top market money, I'm sorry, Derek Carr, you're not a top money quarterback. Mm-hmm. You haven't been, you won't be. Right. So, my opinions <laughs> on Derek Carr. <laughs> um, uh, now, uh, speaking of uh, Aaron Rodgers, we thought that his decision was going to be a, come say, a darkness retreat mm-hmm. uh, soon because I think it was like Ian Rappaport and Am Schefter, but mainly Ian Rappaport, who was one of the guys that reported on Super Bowl week or the day of the Super Bowl or something that a decision could be coming soon. Well, Aaron Rodgers is not in the darkness yet. He went on his BFFs uh, show yesterday for Aaron Rodgers Tuesday on the Pat McAfee show, and he wants the media to stop with uh, all of this reporting stuff. Uh, He's had this darkness retreat planned for months, and uh, it's not coming uh, when it was reported out by Ian Rappaport. Uh, So he said that Ian doesn't know bleep about him. So... um, I guess the decision isn't coming as soon as we thought. He's also speaking uh, either upcoming or just did at a psychedelics convention uh, in Denver. Ooh. So he's one of the guest speakers. Mm. Check that out, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and he said that no one really talks to uh, Ian Rappaport. He doesn't, and none in his inner circle uh, even talk to Ian Rappaport or Adam Schefter uh, for that matter. So uh, those two guys specifically, but reporters in general – Shouldn't uh, really speak on uh, what his business is. Whatever, Aaron. They should just listen to Pat. Whatever. He obviously knows. Whatever, Aaron. (laughs) Darkness retreat and the decision not coming uh, as quickly as we thought. Didn't he say he wanted it to be as quick as possible so that all parties can move on? I thought I remembered him saying something like that. He said a lot. I remember. Who knows? I can't even keep it straight. He has gone off the deep end. (laughs) 
He really has. When yeah, you're going I'm, on a yeah a four day retreat in total darkness. In total darkness, and you're speaking at a psychedelic convention in Denver. Yeah. All right, uh, okay, I see what's up. Yeah, and so. all the other stuff he does yeah. during off season. Too. Yeah, he's <laughs> uh, he's out there. He's no a, wonder Danica Patrick left him. He's a that diff- broke him, Travis. He's a different he hasn't cat. been the same since. That's true. He's uh, one different cat. I, <laughs> I don't think he's been the same ever since he made that little uh, trip with the Dalai Lama yeah. or whatever. So There's been uh, – I think it all started when Danica left him. Maybe. That's, that was the, the tipping point. May have been. Maybe it was Jeopardy. I don't know. One, it was, yeah, it was not something. getting the Jeopardy job for yeah. sure. Hurt him yeah. a little it hurt him. too. It hurt him. He's, so. He still broke up about it, obviously. So Roger's not making a decision yet and uh, not quite going on the uh, darkness retreat yet. Uh, though, but I didn't see when he is going on that. He just knows that it's been on the books the same exact date for months, oh. and it hasn't changed. So. Gotcha. Uh, his true inner circle would know, and the reporters that talked to his true inner circle would know, and he doesn't want to talk to Ian Rappaport or Adam Schefter uh, there. So, Well, thank you very much. <laughs> yes. And uh, also uh, the uh, Eagles, they lost another coordinator, as it looks like the uh, defensive coordinator that they had is going to be uh, the new Arizona Cardinals head uh, coach. Uh, Jonathan Gannon mm-hmm. is going to be the new Arizona Cardinals man. Uh, there and he received a five-year contract yep. uh, for this as it was announced on Tuesday. And like I said earlier in the show, Travis, rats jumping off the boat. Yeah, I guess so. Didn't get the Super Bowl. <laughs> See ya. We're out of here. I guess that's greener pastures point. for us. Mm-hmm. Eagles enjoyed your one year yep. because who knows what you're getting now. Right. Exactly. The OC gone, DC gone now. Yep. Uh, but uh, even though. It's not how what have you done for me lately. Uh, Gannon did give up his defense. Did give up twenty four second half points to the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. That's because so. he was too busy negotiating the Cardinal contract. <laughs> I guess so. That's, that's why. Hey, he was in Arizona already. Yeah. Isn't that convenient? Huh. <laughs> What happened in that second half? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he did turn a Philadelphia into a top 10 defense in his uh, first year in this season. The Eagles ranked number two in the league uh, while having two pro bowlers on the team as well. Uh, Philadelphia went from a- allowing 26.1 points per game. That was good for 20th in the league. And uh, this season, they only averaged and gave up 20.2 points a game. And that was good for eighth in the league and had 78 sacks the third most in the NFL this season. Here's here's the thing that I find so uh, actually in NFL history. Wow, excuse me. Wow. Uh so difficult with NFL coaches that are coordinators is we look at this information on what they did at the last coordinating position. Mhm. But unless your defense is going to score, you still have to have an offensive coordinator to help you on that side of the football. Mhm. So that, to me, is the more interesting hire once these guys are hired as head coaches is who's going to be the other side that isn't their strong suit. Right. Because it's kind of like the the, the Philly offensive coordinator who's now in Indy. Well, who's mm-hmm. your D coordinator? Because unless you're going to put up 104 points and just outrun everybody, you better have a good defense there too. Yeah, right. It's kind of weird. You know, it seems like Arizona is kind of built on – Offense, offense with Kyler Murray and Hopkins, but, but who knows maybe, if Hopkins is even going to be there. Yeah, maybe maybe they change in culture, Travis. Maybe, change in culture. possibly. Uh, the last time a Super Bowl team lost both coordinators to head coaching gigs was in 1994 with the 49ers. Mm. Mike Shannon, he ended up having a pretty good career yes. with Denver. Yes. That's where he was hired to. And Ray Rhodes, who? Who? Ray Rhodes was hired by the Eagles. 
uh, in the 90s as well. It all connects to the Eagles. It always does. Everything connects to the Eagles. Yep. So. I was going to say, I have some NFL hiring news that I, I want to get to. Okay. Okay. Carolina Panthers. Oh, yes. Reuniting former indie coaches together as Frank Wright, who's the head coach, now has Jim Caldwell joining as a senior assistant. Caldwell had interviewed for the Panthers' head coaching vacancy earlier this offseason. He had been the head coach at Indy and Detroit. I think he's more known for Detroit than he is at Indy, right? Yeah, especially he really had some success yep. there with Detroit, and they fired him anyways. Yep. yep. Uh, Caldwell has not coached in the NFL since 2019 when he served as assistant head coach and quarterback coach for the Dolphins. The Panthers also announced the hiring of Deuce Staley as the team's new assistant head coach and running back coach. <laughs> Deuce. The Deuce is loose in Carolina. Wow. Deuce Staley. That's a name, right? Yeah, I know. Saints great? <laughs> Man, that is a name right there. He's going to be a running back coach. Too bad there's no running backs in Carolina anymore. They traded him away. Yeah, they got rid of, uh, <laughs> got rid of McCaffrey. Uh, I guess it's just a reset. Yes, maybe, complete reset. Maybe be a player coach. Uh, but I would look for Jeff Saturday to join that staff as the defensive coordinator. So be on the lookout for that, right? I mean, they're just hiring former Indianapolis Colts coaches, so you might as well get true. get Jeff Saturday in there. I know he knows nothing about defense, obviously. but Yeah, and he uh, he was out fishing the other day talking about his return to uh, ESPN. Oh, he is coming back to ESPN. Yes, so, yeah. Great. And he's out on a boat fishing. Can't wait so. to not watch him. <laughs> so, uh, let's uh, come back for our last uh, segment, and uh, let's talk some uh, college basketball, and we'll see if we can get to the NBA. Whatever they'll get to, we'll get into the pod, but uh, college basketball coming up next to close out the show. From the 98.9 The Game Studios, the starting lineup. We'll be right back. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217 342 3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Imagine the possibilities with Teutopolis State Bank. This is Jerry Rundy. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around, talk with your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank. In Teutopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. And now, the starting lineup. You know, Travis, I like you. <laughs> okay. But you're wrong. Flora's going to get this win. All right. Handedly, 42-14. to 42-14, wow. To Flora. The disrespect. <laughs> On 98.9 The Game. Into the uh, starting lineup here 
98.9 The Game. We're only here on 98.9. We're going to stay a little bit longer. Let's get into some college basketball that happened last night besides the Illini. The uh, Jayhawks, they won over Oklahoma State 87-76. to uh, 76. Uh, So uh, Jayhawks take care of business. Oklahoma, they beat the other team from uh, Kansas. Kansas State, so number 12 in the country goes down. Oklahoma, they've uh, already uh, beat uh, one top 10 team, and they beat a top 12 team, and they won 79-65. to uh, 65. In a double OT, it was Providence over Creighton, 94-86, to 86, so it was 24 over 18. And uh, Syracuse, uh, they beat NC State 75-72, and NC State was uh, ranked 23rd at the time. And uh, old man Coach Beheim just keeps getting in the news uh, Again, last night, uh, it wasn't quite the uh, old uh, confrontation with uh, Juwan Howard and uh, the uh, uh, handshake line, but uh, Jim Beheim and uh, Coach Kevin Keats got into it a little bit uh, there in the handshake line. They had a little altercation that uh, lasted about 15 seconds, and uh, I guess uh, Keats, like, Touched him on his chest, and I uh, guess Coach Beheim didn't do that. And he's just an old man yelling at clouds uh, here because he's just been sparring with the reporters all season long. And uh, he's also accused Miami, Wake Forest, and Pitt of buying their teams and NIL deals. And then he later walked back those comments. And uh, so Coach Beheim, man, old man, just yelling at everybody. Yeah, and I, I, Travis, I want him to be on like Hard Knocks College Basketball Edition. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just kind of want him to go away. Well, I think a lot of people do as well. So, uh, just right off into the sunset there. Had a nice career, but. How, could, how much longer is his son there? I don't know. Maybe this year. I don't know. Those Bayheims and those uh, white guards seem to be around forever. Yeah, that's true. In Syracuse. Uh, action in the Big Ten last night in Nebraska. They beat Rutgers 82 to 72. And it was Wisconsin who ended up pulling out the win. And uh, they went 64 to uh, 59. And Michigan going scoreless in the last 10, almost 11 minutes of the game. And uh, so, mm, Coach uh, or Coach Howard and Hunter Dickerson mm-hmm. losing 64 59 against the oh, Badgers last man. night. Yeah, you hate to see it. You do. I mean, I do. <laughs> That's what happened. Uh, top 25 action uh, tonight. Big one. Big one on ESPN2. Yeah, at uh, number one, Alabama against number 10, Tennessee. Is that the one you were talking about? Yeah. Tennessee favored by three and a half. Yeah, they're, uh, they're in Knoxville. So. Yeah, Rocky Top. <laughs> oh, gosh. I mean, hey, the team did it. I guess Basketball so. Basketball turn. Mm-hmm. Time to rush the floor. Can maybe. you believe we're having this discussion about the SEC having two top 10 teams battling? Is, is this football? I know. It kind of looks like it. Uh, Number seven, Virginia will also be on the road at Louisville. 16, Xavier at 11, Marquette. We also got at 8 o'clock on uh, BTN, Indiana against Northwestern. So that's an intriguing one to look Mm -hmm. out for in the Big Ten tonight. Um, uh, Hoosiers are favored by two and a half points there. Over under 134 and a half. Seems seems like a lot of points. I mean, all these spreads are... Over-unders are pretty uh, pretty significant. Uh, TCU, uh, they're at number 19, Iowa State. And number 21, San Diego State is at uh, Fresno State. And uh, nothing else happening in the uh, Big no. Ten 
tonight besides Indiana and Northwestern. That Minnesota-Michigan uh, State game was supposed to happen actually uh, tonight. And, uh, of course, the events that happened there with uh, Michigan State, um, that game has been postponed in all athletic events for like 48 hours yep. or something like that was uh, postponed uh, there. So uh, it's only one game in the Big Ten tonight. We'll get to the NBA in the, the uh, pod. We might hit up on some NHL as well. And we'll also get to Eric's countdown top 75 moments of NASCAR, according to Eric, coming up in the pod. But coming up next here on ESPN Radio is Fitz and Harry. So enjoy, and we'll talk to you in the pod, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome back into the starting lineup. Welcome to overtime of the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, still here with you. Coming up, uh, let's uh, talk NBA, squeezing some NHL, and get to Eric's NASCAR top 75 moments in NASCAR history, according to Eric. Coming up here in just a little bit, but is there anything on SportsCenter that you wanted to hit up on? Yeah, a couple things. Let's get into it. Uh, first of all, pitchers and catchers report for Chicago today as well. And Chicago will play its first game against the Giants February 25th. The NBA, Travis, is announcing this year's participant for the three-point and slam dunk contest. Are you ready? Oh, gosh. Three-point, Jason Tatum. Mm-hmm. Dame Lillard. Mm-hmm. Tyler Hero. Tyrese Halliburton. Buddy Heald, Kevin Herter, Anthony Simmons, and Laurie Markkinen. Okay. There's some names there. Mm-hmm. I recognize most of those. Yeah. The Dunk Players. KJ oh, Martin, Trey Murphy the Third, Jericho Sims, and Jer- Mac McClung. Jericho. Jericho Sims. That's who, who are I'm these guys? <laughs> A who's who? A who's who? <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, McClung won the All-American High School Dunk Contest in 2018. Yay. <laughs> oh, man. Doesn't mean he does anything. Wow. What is this? Just end it, right? Just end the yeah. dunk contest. This mm. is, this is, is this like the second or third year in a row where it's been a bunch of G-leaguers no one's ever heard of? Right. Like, yeah. what? What's the point of having it at this point? Yep, definitely. It's uh, it's dead. Just, Let it. Uh, here's here's my thing, Travis. Off. Let it go away. Let it go away for a couple of years. Let the dunks breathe. Because right now it's all about threes. That's the that's the hot trendy thing that young kids are doing. Mm-hmm. Then maybe it'll come back. Yeah. What's old is new again. Don't keep forcing it every year. You can't. Here's the problem with the dunk contest, Travis. We've reached the apex. We've right. done everything. Exactly. What yeah. else is there to do? Mm-hmm. Right. Take a break from it for a while. Let it breathe. And then that way when you see someone throw down a 360 windmill, you're like, oh, wow, because you haven't seen it in a while. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The the superstars don't do not do it anymore. No. And uh, you're you're right on that with, like, we've seen every we've seen dunk cars, imaginable we've probably. We've seen Superman costumes. We've <laughs> so. seen cupcakes. We've seen backboards. We've seen 
everything. Yeah. There's nothing else that we can see that impresses anyone. Right. And sometimes they try some of these uh, different and dunks and they fail, and that yeah. makes it even worse yeah. when they're missing all these dunks I, all the time. I think here, if if the NBA wants to fix the dunk contest, and everyone says you have to get the superstars involved, no, you don't. Here's how you do it: you have it go away for five to ten years, and don't do it anymore. You also make three sixties in game a foul. Make it so that these dunks we're seeing in the dunk contest that are now just every day in the games prevent them from happening. Mm-hmm. No. I know. It'll never happen. No, that's that's a ludicrous idea. Just get rid of the dunk contest at that point. Just get rid of it. We don't need it. I mean, I agree with you. Just leave the memories alone with Vince Carter and MJ and Spud Webb, yeah, and all the classics. Even even Dwight Dominique. Howard, Nate what Nate Robinson, mm-hmm. like Aaron Gordon. I mean, yeah, there have been decent guys in the past fifteen years that have done a decent job with the dunk contest. But again, mm-hmm. we've seen it all. Yeah, after you see a guy jump over a car, and you see a guy jump over a seven foot tall teammate. And you see someone jump over four people. Right. And you see Vince Carter stick his whole hand in the rim. And you see MJ take off from the free throw line. What else do you need? Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. Or or make it slam ball. Mm, there you go. Get some trampolines out on the three-point line mm-hmm. and just have guys bounce off the trampolines and spin and flip and dunk it. Yeah, there you go. I mean, <laughs> that's the only thing that they can do that we haven't seen. Spice it up. Spice it up. Slam ball. Get a little spicy. Uh, the New Mexico State Aggies are parting away with their men's basketball coach. We're not going to go any further into that. Just they fired the coach. Um, so there you go. As the uh, as as it says here, as the uh, the university announced that it, they fired the coach as it undergo as the program undergoes. An expansive review and full investigation. Yeah. Major League Baseball isn't messing around with its rules anymore. Travis, put the hammer down. League officials said Tuesday they plan to emphasize enforcement of the balk rule in 2023. MLB's Executive Vice President of Operations, Morgan Sward, said, quote, We have slipped a little bit centrally with calling the rule book illegal pitch a balk. Umpires called 122 balks in 2022, the fewest in a full season since 1973. A balk can be called by umpires for more than a dozen reasons and is especially accurate for with the new pitch timer rule. If a pitcher balks, the runner advances one base. So get ready to see more balks. Hmm. We want we don't want to slow the game down though. No. But we're gonna have balks called hmm. all the time. And finally, Travis, I'm sure you're super excited about this. I put this in here just for you. The XFL. Yes. Is announcing a new docu-series about the recreation of the league. Player 54, Chasing the XFL Dream, is a nine-part docu-series that will follow the development of its coaches and players over the entire season. It plans to take fans behind the scenes to see what it takes to create a league. Player 54, Chasing the XFL Dream, will start airing tomorrow on ESPN2 and will also air on ABC Saturday before the XFL's opening game between the Arlington Renegades and the Vegas Vipers. Right, exactly. The AFL's back on Saturday. That's right. Oh, my goodness. And you can watch the docuseries about it, Travis. Oh, man. Nine-part episode. Get ready. 
nine part series. I might check it out. I I figured you would. Also, MJ is making a ten million dollar donation for his sixtieth birthday. Sixty. I know, right? Big six zero. Yeah, MJ turning sixty, so he's uh, donating ten million dollars for his sixtieth birthday wish to Make a Wish. So hmm. there you go. It's the largest donation ever recorded from an individual in the organization's forty-three year history. Wow. Take that, John Cena. Yeah. Granting all those wishes. That's right. You donate MJ donates ten million dollars. Jordan, by the way, who, if you didn't know, is now the owner of the NBA Charlotte Hornets. He also was a player for the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> yes, I think in case I you didn't that. know that, uh, he first supported Make a Wish back in 1989. Hmm. That still makes me laugh every time I think about that. That the Charlotte Charlotte Hornets, which are owned by Chicago legend Michael Jordan. I know. In case you didn't know, if you've never heard of of. Uh, Michael yeah. Jordan. I think you Associated Press for that. Thank you, AP. <laughs> and also, Alex Ovechkin will be away from the Capitals due to the death of his father. Right, yeah. He announced that on uh, Instagram yep. is why he was uh, taking a leave from the team. So, uh, yep, wish all, Ovi all the best yep. there going yep. back to uh, Russia to deal with uh, that family matter. All right, uh, let's uh, transition to uh, the NBA. Speaking of uh, Jordan, what he did best uh, was uh, the uh, Raptors over the Magic, 123 to 113. In overtime, it was the Bucks. They keep on rolling as they beat the Celtics in overtime, 135 to 125, as uh, the uh, Bucks have now won 11 games in a row, and uh, they take control of the East, at least momentarily, or uh, they're looking to take control as there looks like they're one game back from the Celtics in the win in the win column uh, there with the dub last night. Uh, Holiday goes off for 40 in uh, the win. He was really the hero there. Mm-hmm. The Suns, they beat the Kings 120-109 as uh, CP3, 19 assists last night, but eight had 29 points to help the Suns beat Sacramento was the Clippers over the Warriors, 134 to 124. Kawhi goes off for a 33. And the Wizards beat the Trailblazers, 126 to 109. And Dame Lillard, 39 points, but not good enough for Portland to get the win last night. What's happening on NBA tonight? Uh, we got the two uh, national games on ESPN. Let's see, you got the uh, Cavaliers against the uh, 76ers in the first game, and then in the second one of the night, you got the Pelicans and the Lakers. Hey, Lakers. Pelicans without Zion on uh, national TV tonight. Lakers without maybe LeBron because he hasn't played since he set that record. You know, you could have had uh, the Mavs Nuggets. You could have had Luka and Kyrie versus uh, Jokic, but uh, what do I know? What on? Um, uh, so the Bulls are in Indy tonight to take on the uh, Pacers. Yep. Uh, Spurs are against uh, Charlotte. Speaking of MJ, uh, the Knicks are against the Hawks. Pistons against the Celtics. Heat, Nets, Jazz, Grizzlies, Rockets, a Thunder, as well as that Mavs and Nuggets game, as well. All right, let's take a look at the hockey on the ice. Uh, the Canadians, uh, I think Eric mentioned this, uh, they shut out the Blackhawks yep. four to nothing. Uh, the Hurricanes, they beat uh, the uh, OV-less Capitals three to two. Uh, Devils over the Blue Jackets uh, three to two as well. 
and hey, it's the Senators over the Islanders, three to two in a shootout. That time it took for them. Mm. Uh, Mike Eric mentioned the Blues all over the uh, Panthers last night, a six to two. Uh, Jordan Bennington with thirty four saves, and uh, Brandon Shen with a couple of goals for St. Louis. It was the Jets over the Kraken. Stop me if you heard this before. Three to two hmm. in a shootout, and one more three to two. Bruins over the Stars in overtime. And also in a shootout, the Lightning beat the Avalanche four to three, and it was the Penguins over the Sharks three to one. Threes were wild. I know. Last night, all over the place. And the Smith had 38 saves for Pittsburgh last night, and Crosby having three assists in the game as well. It's happening tonight in the NHL. Well, we got two games on at TNT. We got up first the Blackhawks against the uh, Maple Leafs, Lightning uh, Coyotes, Red Wings Edmonton, and uh, Sabres Ducks, Rangers Canucks. And the second game on TNT is Colorado against Minnesota Avalanche versus Wild tonight in the NHL. All right, so uh, that uh, does it for the two big leagues. I don't think we uh, I think we got everything yep. on uh, the headlines. Uh, Vic Vangio is going to be the defensive coordinator for Miami now. I did see that, that, yes. So that's about the only thing else that we didn't hit on there in the headlines. Mm-hmm. So that means we only got one more thing left, and that's NASCAR. Well, yes, and, and right? yes. First of all, uh, with NASCAR, um, we have uh, uh, qualifying tonight, so don't forget about that. Um, for the Daytona 500, see where all your favorite drivers are going to be starting uh, their dual race. That'll be tomorrow, the qualifying races. But then there was also a sponsorship announcement that I wanted to show Travis a picture of the car, um, if I can find it, because this, uh, this, is, this is great. I know Travis is going to absolutely love this. Um, oh, come on. Why can't I find any pictures of it? All right, I'm still I'm I'm still looking for pictures here, but it is Eric Jones has a new sponsor for the Daytona 500 this week, um, and it is uh, well actually we do have a couple other things. Uh, uh, Alex Bowman has signed an extension with Hendrick for three years. Daniel Suarez has signed a contract extension with Trackhouse. So two of the drivers that were kind of people were thinking maybe available at the end of this year will not be. Uh, they are going to be staying put where they are. So um, there is that. Okay, here we go. Helps if I have things pulled up and, and ready. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. Um, okay, so the sponsor for Eric Jones and the number 43, Travis, and I don't know if you can get a good look at it. Yeah, here we go. Here's the side of it. It's Guns and Roses. Guns and Roses. The band hmm. with the band logo on the hood. Interesting. No, you can't see it from there. Yeah, I but can't see the hood, but it is Guns and Roses. The band Guns and Roses. <laughs> Sponsor of the car. Huh? I don't quite get that, but I hey, I, I I guess <laughs> it's a new business in NASCAR. Sure. So get ready to see Axel and Slash there at Daytona, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Um, maybe. Uh, they can't buy any more tickets. They can't. It's a complete sellout. Sold out. I think sixth year in a row. It's an eighth straight eighth sellout. Straight, yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's a good start for NASCAR season. Mm-hmm. You know, anytime you can sell out Daytona with it being your marquee event is definitely important. All right. Definitely important. Uh, all grandstand seats, yep. infield camping spots, yep. fan admission, and all hospitality options 
are gone yep. for the great American race. So yep. a sellout. Absolute sellout. So, uh, so. that things are positive for NASCAR in that regard. So very cool. Um, all right, let's get to our countdown here. Mm-hmm. Number 14 is where we're starting today, Travis. And we're going to the king, Richard Petty, as he got his 200th win in the July Daytona race. And what was so special about this, he outdueled uh, David Pearson. He actually let David Pearson get around him on the last lap, and then he slingshotted, used his momentum uh, to get around him to get the win. But it, President Reagan was there. Ronald Reagan was there in Daytona. Air Force One landed on the back stretch. Uh, there's an airport right outside of Daytona Speedway. And uh, President Ronald Reagan got to be there to see Richard Petty get his 200th win, which I think is really cool. Like, that's awesome. Yeah, the president coming in. Yeah. I think I've seen. Oh, yeah, there's there's definitely pictures of yeah, it. Yeah, pictures. Uh, number 13, <laughs> I think this is important, and uh, it a lot of people don't talk about it, and that was the first race after 9-11. It was Dover, Delaware, and to me it was just, you know, a lot of the cars had American flags on them, which was really cool to see. Um, yep. Some of them didn't even have sponsors. They just had the flags on them. But for me, the significance was Dale Jr. won that race. So in 2001, when he lost his dad, now the first race after this massive tragedy, it was like it, it was just kind of healing. It felt like for everybody, like, sure. you know, here's this guy who lost his dad. He can relate to a lot of the people who, who lost loved ones um, as well, because he lost his dad tragically as well that same year. So it was just. Mm-hmm. To me, I think it gets overlooked as a big moment in NASCAR of Dale Jr. winning that race because of the it tied the whole year kind of together. So, wow. yeah, crazy how the correlation is yes. there. Yes. Uh, number 12, we are having 1994, the very first Brickyard 400. Uh, Jeff Gordon won the race, but that wasn't what was important. What was important was NASCAR raced at the Brickyard. That's Indy's playground. NASCAR is not supposed to be at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. No reason for them to be there. That's IndyCar's place. And NASCAR took it over and and ran there for a number of years. Now we run the road course there because people are tired of the track. But uh, <laughs> the first one was special because Jeff Gordon right. won it. He's from Indiana. So it was kind of cool that, you know, an Indiana kid won the very first Brickyard 400. So. Right, and like you said, you know, it was IndyCar's thing, yeah, not NASCAR. NASCAR's thing. not supposed to be there. It was, it was a culture shock. It was, sure. it was crazy to see, and it was a new market for NASCAR. This is when they were kind of in '94. They were still really a southern thing, yeah. And you're branching out into a new market, into Indy, which gets you closer to Chicago, which gets you closer to the East Coast as well. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. Number 11, we have Jimmy Johnson winning his fifth championship in a row, Um, even though, again, I argue it was a playoff format. But no one has ever won five in a row. The most championships in a row, one was three. We will never see someone win five championships in a row. It's just it's not going to happen. And so Jimmy Johnson winning his fifth in a row, number 11 on the top 75 moments, just because everything has to go 100% right for you. And and I would say I I would say even though I think the winning the championships under the playoff format is easier because it's just one race, mm-hmm. getting there is harder because you have to have three great races in a row in order to advance to the next round. Yeah. So I I will say that that is harder, but I think becoming the champion is easier than holding the lead for the entire season. Mm-hmm. And number ten. As we crack the top 10, Travis, top 10. is Kevin Harvick getting his first career win, just his third race, 
after the death of Dale Earnhardt at Atlanta. He outdueled Jeff Gordon to get that win, and it really helped the healing process. It was just Kevin Harvick in Dale Earnhardt's car in his third start, where Dale Earnhardt won the year before in a photo finish against Bobby Labonte. Now Kevin Harvick comes back, wins the race, and really kind of helped with the healing process of getting over Dale. Hmm. So uh, I think that's definitely a top 10 moment in the sport. And the iconic image of Kevin Harvick doing a victory lap with the three fingers out the window. And, yeah, you know, it, it's just – and I, I thought it was nice to put Kevin Harvick in here with, you know, the fact he's retiring. It's sure. kind of that, that last – he's the last thread. Even though he didn't race with Dale Earnhardt, he's the last kind of thread back to that generation of driver. Sure. And so now he's retiring. I think 10 a good spot for that moment. Yeah. So there you go. That is our five for today. We'll look at five more tomorrow. Included in there is a big win that actually happened today many years ago. We'll tell you about that. Also, uh, a big race, uh, a couple big races, some healing, a close finish, and something we will never, ever see again. So there you go. Never see again. Yes. Wow. Yes. That's big. It's big. <laughs> all right so we're in the top 10 yep we'll be doing nine eight seven six and five tomorrow which on friday will leave us four three two and number one Ooh, number one number one all right very good looking forward to uh seeing what is number one as we only have a inch closer days. yep an inch closer to uh the 500 yes as well all right uh, so uh that'll do it for us here today and we'll be back for you tomorrow and uh, thanks for listening thanks for downloading and have a great rest of your wednesday and we'll be back for you tomorrow peace out